Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 13th of November. In your squeeze today, the Prime Minister warns Australia that a report into our special forces will be difficult news. Scott Morrison's chat with President-elect Joe Biden. Predictions from the State of the Climate report. And how to vote. This is your squeeze today. Prime Minister Scott Morrison yesterday said that the release of a report which has been investigating allegations of war crimes in Afghanistan by Australian Special Forces will be difficult and hard news for Australians. Claire, these allegations have been swirling around for some time. The insinuation is that some of our soldiers may have killed unarmed men and children. It's been four years in the making, these next steps. There's been a formal process that's been very secretive, headed up by New South Wales Justice Paul Brereton, looking into accusations that between 2005 and 2016, soldiers from our special air services, the SAS and the 2nd Commando Regiments, involved in combat in Afghanistan may have been involved in some war crimes. Scott Morrison was keen to point out that this is very serious. Reports are, though, only a small amount of Special Forces soldiers are involved. Now, Claire, it's over to a soon-to-be-appointed special investigator to look into. Yeah, so what's going to happen is that that Brereton report, which is also known as the Inspector General's report, will be handed on to a special investigator. An office for the special investigator will be set up and investigator to be appointed. They will then look into the specific details of those claims and they will then refer it on to police and on to prosecutors for criminal charges if that's warranted. Defence Minister Linda Reynolds yesterday said there is a possibility of medals being taken off those involved and that would be part of the process. On that note, there's one high profile name in particular who's been associated with this investigation for some time and that's Victoria Cross awardee Ben Roberts-Smith. He released a statement last night, Claire. He did. He said that he was very pleased that the processes outlined that what has just been investigated so far are rumours and that they're not fixed criminal charges that are coming out of that. He says that that next step is appropriate. As you say, he has been a very high profile figure in all of this. What is also clear is that this could take years to clear up and it's something that soldiers like Ben Robert Smith are really being dragged through in the process. So from here, we wait to see that redacted version of the Inspector General's report that'll be released on Thursday next week. And if any of this is distressing for you, the Defence All Hours support line details are in our episode notes. That wasn't the only important thing Scott Morrison did yesterday. He also had his first chin wag with President-elect Joe Biden, Claire. Yeah, it was G'day, mate, and they had a nice chat yesterday. Uh, On the list from that discussion was Australia's response to the coronavirus pandemic. Of course, Biden is looking to step up America's response and take control of that. Uh, Also discussions about how our countries could work together on carbon emissions reductions technology. It's an interesting one for Australia because Morrison's views on carbon emissions targets particularly are very different to the policy that Biden is about to to implement, uh, but not on the agenda uh, was a discussion about China. No doubt that will be set down for further discussions. 
And whilst we're on diplomacy, Scott Morrison is heading to Japan next week to meet new Prime Minister Yoshida Suga. He'll be the first world leader to meet him face to face. On the way back, he'll also head to Papua New Guinea and then he and his team will isolate for 14 days upon return. The State of the Climate Report 2020 is out today, Claire. It's released every two years by the Bureau of Meteorology and the CSIRO. Yeah, what we're really looking at is increased temperatures, rising sea levels, extended fire seasons, more tropical cyclones. That's going to be a sustained thing. Uh, And less rainfall across eastern and southern Australia. That, of course, is an issue for us with lots of farming in those regions. What the report also says is that Australia's climate has warmed by 1.44 degrees. That's an issue because the target from the Paris Climate Agreement is one5 degrees, so we're nearly there. What researchers are saying is that we now really need to focus on trying to keep uh, temperature increases at that upper cap that Paris uh, identified, which is two degrees. So there's going to take a lot of effort to be able to do that. Continuing its golden run, Victoria recorded its 13th consecutive day of no new coronavirus cases or deaths yesterday. With this, National Cabinet will meet today and that issue of border reopenings, Claire, will be discussed. Yeah, and the number out of Victoria that really got me is that there's just three active cases left in the state, which, of course, when it was getting hundreds of new cases every day to get that down to three is quite an achievement. Uh, What National Cabinet will discuss, of course, is what it looks like to open our international borders. There's the prospect of some low-risk countries known as Japan, South Korea, the Pacific Islands, uh, that we could have some sort of travel bubble with. Uh, but lots of discussions are going to be required before that happens and it may not happen before sort of heading into early to mid next year. Also on the agenda is a vaccine rollout plan and also uh, on another note, the response to the Bushfire Royal Commission that made 80 recommendations in its final report last month. So they'll be talking about that as well. Over to Ethiopia now, where reports are that more than 10,000 Ethiopians have fled to neighbouring Sudan. Military conflict in the country's north is the reason for this. And humanitarian services estimate that up to 200,000 will ultimately flee over that border in the coming days. There's a fight in the Tigray region between government forces and a very powerful political uh, arm up there called the Tigray People's Liberation Front. They've been in control of Ethiopia's politics until recent times when a new prime minister was elected. That's Abe Ahmed. He is someone who won last year's Nobel Peace prize for brokering a peace deal with neighbouring Eritrea after two decades of conflict, but the country is now staring down a civil war. Singles Day, Claire, is the biggest shopping event in the world. It was held this week. It's run by China's huge online marketplace, Alibaba, and it didn't disappoint as far as retailers are concerned. No, billions of dollars. In fact, uh, in Australian dollars, $103 billion in sales on that platform. It's a really big sales event. And interestingly, this year, the luxury brands got on board. They've been quite resistant to that in the past, but Prada, Chloe, Balenciaga, all sorts of big end luxury 
luxury brands got onto that sale uh, and also doing quite well as some Australian retailers. About a billion dollars came to uh, stores in Australia via that platform. We're the fourth most popular Singles Day shopping destination. I was surprised about that behind Japan, the US and South Korea. And for us on a political front, that does uh, really contradict what Chinese officials have been saying this year, that Australian products would be on the nose if we were in conflict with China's authorities. If you can believe it, Claire, also last year at this time, we did a squeeze shortcut on online retail sales. It's still relevant a year on. Give it a listen if you want to understand just how massive all these sales really are. Over the weekend, if you're feeling up to it, the recipe this week is for blueberry muffins, Claire. I feel quite strongly about that. I've had that in the back of my head uh, all week. For some reason, a blueberry muffin is calling me. Yeah, yum. That's from a site called Splash of Something, and a link to that is in your episode notes. Finally, we'd love it if you could go to australianpodcastawards.com forward slash vote to vote for the Squiz in the Listener's Choice Awards. It's completely optional, but appreciated, isn't it? We would appreciate it a lot. It's a really easy voting process. They've done a great job to make it really seamless. I'll pop that link in your episode notes. Enjoy your weekend and we will chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.